I'm Kyla Northcutt. Welcome to the Kitsilon Career Show. Each week, I ask a different person about their job so you can know your options are out in the world. My guest today is Chris Field, the founder of Mercy Project, joining me from College Station, Texas. Chris, welcome to the show. Kyle, thank you so much for having me. Let's get started. First off, can you tell me a bit about Mercy Project and what you do there? I'm happy to. So my wife and I started Mercy Project about 10 years ago. And we are working, we're based in Texas where we live, but our work is in Africa. It's a small, small country in Africa called Ghana, Africa. It's over in West Africa. And there in Ghana, they have a huge lake. It's the world's mm-hmm. largest man-made lake, actually. And wow. they, yeah, it's huge. And there's a ton of kids, thousands of kids who come from very poor families And they have to work on the lake all day, every day. And we are, Mercy Project was started to help these kids uh, be able to go back to be with their families so they can start going to school and Mm. not have to work on the lake anymore. So that's, that's Mercy Project. And what we do is we actually teach the fishermen who own the children and force them to work. We teach those fishermen how to fish without using the labor of the children. So we teach them to do fishing in these huge cages called cage fishing or aquaculture. And they can actually make more money without using the children than they can using the children. And so then once we teach them that new business, they let the children go back home to their families and the kids are able to go to school for the first time. Mm. Nice. So yeah. what, are, what other things do you do besides running Mercy Project? Well, I have several other things besides Mercy Project. I started the BCS Marathon here in Bryan College Station because I love running. And it was a great way for us to raise money for Mercy Project as a fundraiser. I also have a few other ventures that I work on as a software company that's I help with sales and marketing. I am a speaker and a writer. I actually am about to publish my second book this June called A Billion Hours of Good, which will come out this June. And yeah, that's the majority of the extra stuff that I do. I do some consulting with businesses where I help them think about maybe how to do their business different or better. Uh, so that they can help more people. But that's most everything I do. Hmm. So what, what do you like most and least about your job? Ooh, good question. So one of the things I like most about Mercy Project is it just feels so good. You know, like just to know you're helping other people. And, you know, whenever these children get to return to their families, and they see their mommies and, and dads for the first time after sometimes like two or three years, they haven't seen their mommies and daddies. And when that mommy gives that, that little boy or girl a big hug and everyone's crying because they just feel so happy to see each other, that's one of those moments where you know that you're, you're really making a difference. you know. And, and that little boy or girl, just like you and just like your listeners, That little boy or girl that was working and and having to fish all day, now they're going to get to grow up and go to school and they might become the president of Ghana. You know, they might become a famous person in the world and their whole life was changed 
just because somebody took the time to to care about them and to mm-hmm. help them. And that feels really that feels really meaningful to me, Kyle. So I really love helping people and finding creative ways to help people. Yeah, that does sound like really nice. Yeah, it is. So what level of education do you have? And was that required for your job or not? Good question. So I have two college degrees. I have a bachelor's degree and a master's degree. I actually was a pastor before I started Mercy Project. And so both of my degrees are for pastors. Uh, They were not required, but they certainly are helpful. So I would say there's a big word here. You probably know this word, but there's a word called credibility. And it means that people think you can do what you say you can do. It helps people believe you when you say you're going to do something. Have you heard that word credibility? Um, maybe. Not sure. All right. All right. So let's say you were talking video games with somebody, right? And they could name all your favorite video game characters. Like they could talk about specific levels and cheats and all those things. Would you believe that person probably knew a lot about video games? Yes. Yeah, because they would have credibility with you, right? So if they offered to help you, you might be interested in their help. But if somebody was talking to you like they didn't even know the name of your game and they didn't even know which controller they should use and they held the controller upside down, would you think that person knows very much about video games? No. No, not very much. I would say my college degrees give me credibility that people believe me when I talk about what I'm able to do, but they don't they're not required for the work that I do. Okay. So I know that working at or running a nonprofit is very different from the for-profit sector, but how much money would someone starting out doing what you do expect to make? Great question. So there's a huge range in nonprofits. So I would say Mm. for a small to medium nonprofit, somebody could probably expect to make around $45,000 maybe a year, but there's some really huge nonprofits like where the people make a million dollars a year to run the nonprofits. Wow. You know? So yeah, that's not very normal. That's not very normal. So I would say if you've been working at a nonprofit for a while, you could probably expect if you're running it, if you're the boss of the nonprofit, you could probably expect to make sixty, seventy thousand dollars a year. So it's a good job. Hmm. So what's the long-term salary potential? Yep. So there is going to be more of a cap on the long term than in a lot of positions. So most nonprofits are never going to make more than seventy or eighty thousand dollars. Now, I told you there's some exceptions, right? If you run the Red Cross or the American Cancer Society or something like that, certainly you could make hundreds of thousands or a million dollars. But for most people, the cap is going to be seventy, eighty thousand dollars, which does make it a challenge compared to a lot of other careers. Wow. So how much free time do you have? And do you work a traditional 40 hour work week more or less? So that's one of the things that is great for me about running a nonprofit is I do think it gives you a lot of flexibility. So a lot of jobs, you're going to go to work, you're going to leave at seven in the morning, you're going to get home at six o'clock at night, every single day over and over and over, especially if you work in a big city. But with a nonprofit, you have a lot more flexibility. Whenever your kid has a program at school 
or maybe they're, you know, you want to take them on a special date in the middle of the week. You want to take them on a hike or something. You're able to take more flexibility. So sometimes, Kyle, jobs can't always pay you in dollars. But if you have that flexibility and that freedom to work uh, more flexible hours, sometimes that's worth more than money. Mm, so what advice do you have for young people considering what you do for the job? I would say that I hope young people would believe that they are capable of so much more than they even believe possible and that young people truly can change the world. And if they want to do a job that feels really meaningful and where they, they show up every single day and they spend their whole day working really hard to try to help other people, that a nonprofit job may be a great job uh, for them. And if they don't choose to work in a nonprofit, they can use whatever skills they have in their everyday job to help a nonprofit like mine and still make a huge difference. Mm, so knowing what you know now, would you have done anything differently growing up? Goodness. I was kind of a bad kid, Kyle. So to ask me if I would do anything different, I got in a lot of trouble as a kid. Can you believe that? No. You, you have a hard time believing that? Mm-hmm. Well, I bet when this interview is over, if you ask your mom and dad, if they believe that Chris Field was a difficult child, see what they say after this interview, okay? Because I was a bit of a rascal when I was a kid. So if I was a kid, I could do anything different. I would do a lot of things different as a kid. I would be kinder to my peers. I, I would look for more ways to help when I was young. I would do cool things like start podcasts when I was young. How old are you? About almost 10. See, I mean, I wasn't doing anything. When I was almost 10, I was just getting in trouble. You know, like I wasn't doing cool things like starting podcasts. And you probably know how to program a little bit already. I mean, there's all kinds of crazy stuff. You probably, you're talking about stuff in the solar system that I still don't even know about as a grown up and you're just sitting here crushing it as a kid. So I think when it comes to my job, what I would maybe do differently is I would probably pay more attention to the things that I love the most. And I would do more of those things instead of what it felt like I should be doing. There's lots of people who put expectations on you. I think it's important that we follow our own hearts and we do the things that make us feel most passionate and most happy. Mm. So what's the best advice you have for young people who want to be successful in life and in their work? Okay, I got a couple things here. First, tell the truth. Always tell the truth. Don't be a person who lies or who people can't count on. You got to be somebody that people can count on. Two, if you say you're going to do something, do it. Even if it's small. If you tell your mom and dad you're going to feed the dog, feed the dog. If you tell your mom and dad you're going to make the bed, make your bed. Because you're going to get older. And if you didn't do the little stuff at home, then you're probably not going to do the big stuff when you become a grown-up. So it starts with doing what you say you're going to do and being a person who tells the truth. If you can do those two things, Kyle, then your life is, you're going to have a lot of success in your life. No question. Awesome. Thanks, Chris. Time for the joke of the day. Why can you never tell a joke around class? Why can you never tell a joke 
around glass. I don't know, Kyle, tell me. It could crack up. Ah, I see what you did there. It would <laughs> definitely crack up, especially with that joke. That was a good one. I got a joke <laughs> for you. You want a joke? Sure. All right, I got a joke for you. So this is a joke about pizza, okay? Mm-hmm. No, never mind. I'm not going to tell that joke. It's too it's cheesy. Too cheesy. Ah, you already knew that one. <laughs> my, my joke is so lame. You already knew it, man. All right. Well, thanks for letting me have the punchline. Mm-hmm. Thanks again for joining us on the Kids Learn Career Show. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and tell your friends. See you next time.